Welcome to the Financially Intentional Podcast Expert Edition. Every Tuesday, I'll be joined by an expert in a particular field that is here to help you get your money right. These people are going to impart some serious knowledge, y'all. I'll be right here learning right beside you guys. So be prepared to take notes and more importantly, be prepared to take intentional action. Hey, Nurses on Fire, super honored to have our CFP, Marie Tomlinson here. And we are going to continue on our series of talking about responsible investing. We covered already like an introduction to what socially responsible investing is, sustainable investing is. (laughs) Then we covered how you hit the easy button (laughs) to start saving responsibly. So where to put your savings in a responsible bank. Okay. And we <laughs> talked about that and I'm, I'm doing air quotes, which you probably can't see, <laughs> but where to put your money. So that was the easy, that was the easy button. Today, we're going to dive into a little bit. It's a little bit more complex way to save responsibly. So Marie, take it away. All right. So, yeah, I think that as we already talked about last week, you know, if it's easy and that's what you can do, then you do it. But if you don't mind putting in a little bit more work, then there's always ways to be even more thoughtful with where you save your money and have more of an impact. That said, just this week, I was reading some press on a an up-and-coming competitor for Aspiration Bank. So before we move on, I want to just quickly talk about that because it's called Greenwood Bank. And back in June, after all the, the protests and the rioting started, three guys got together and it's Killer Mike, Ryan Glover, and then I don't know if it's the current or a past mayor of Atlanta. I don't have his name in front of me, but... If it's a man, it's the past mayor. <laughs> Oh, that's right. (laughs) Thank you for being on top of politics. Not really. (laughs) Yes. So that's right. So anyways, it's called Greenwood Bank and Greenwood Atlanta is where the former basically Black Wall Street started. And it was, I did a little bit of reading and in 1921, there was riots and protests in the opposite direction and they basically obliterated it over basically race protests. And Greenwood Bank in honor of Black Wall Street is, I would say, like the social justice equivalent to Aspiration, which I think is amazing. Aspiration, we've already talked about it. It's really about this ESG stuff. It's about being sustainability, environmental topics or concern. But if where your values lie is with social justice, social equity, then Greenwood Bank is like the new easy button. And I think that's pretty phenomenal because it's been really hard to do anything in what they call the impact space to have a really targeted focus on things that you, your values. And now Greenwood Bank is one of those options. So I am... The one thing to keep in mind is just like Aspiration, it is still a for-profit bank. I didn't see anywhere on its website that it's a B Corp. It's Black-owned, which, you know, already puts it heads and shoulders above the pack. 
of options. I think that if they've got a good option for checking, I'm all in. Or if they can do business banking, whatever it is, if they can do that and do it well, because it's all online, they've got big backers, it's going to be a good experience, and they've got all sorts of things that they're doing that are really, they're putting money in their pocket. There's no way around that. But every month they're giving $10,000 to a black or Latinx business owner. They're giving grants. So they're actually giving it. These aren't business loans. These are actual grants. These are actual grants. Wow. Yes. And I, I should preface this all by saying the, the bank isn't up and running yet. So they're taking applications. I just submitted one. I'm like 93,000 on the list. And so they're going to start opening up for business in January. So we'll know a whole lot more after January. And maybe that's a, a good topic to revisit when and when we've more information on it, but definitely, and I'll make sure that I've got information on Greenwood in the show notes. That is, you know, that's the social justice equivalent of the easy button. It doesn't get much easier than that. So now to move on now that said, so this is amazing. And I I'm so excited to see the progress that's happening, but I want to move on to the super boring always faithful credit unions. And it's an open question, actually. Are you better off banking with someone like Greenwood or going to a credit union? What's the difference? Like, why is it better? Like Greenwood, and I, to be honest, I don't know for sure. I don't actually have the answer to that. Um, I think that Greenwood has huge advantages in the social justice space. Um, but when it comes down to it, credit unions, they've been around, you know, a long time, they're well-established and they're very community focused. And that's something that Greenwood Bank can't necessarily be or do because they're an online bank. And so when we think about how to have an impact in our communities, then credit unions still hold, hold a place and a really important place because they're still going to be a place where you can get loans and banking services for much. Usually it's almost always cheaper. You have better terms. They're going to give you an auto loan on a, a car with 150,000 miles if that's what you can afford. And they, you know, it's like the same people. You go into the bank and you see the same people over and over again. There's a lot yeah, of... it's a real community feel. I only use credit unions and that's exclusively why. And they can like really help you on a level that a big bank can't because they know you. And so you can go in there and ask for things that are off the books. For, say, for example, I wanted a car loan but I only wanted to pay 1.49% because I knew that's the rate that would be offered if I would have went through the car companies, but I didn't want to go through the car company. I wanted to go mm-hmm. um, through my credit union. And I said, I got approved for this rate. Will you match it? It's not on their books, but yeah, they send it to their underwriter and lo and behold, they matched it because that's where I want to keep my money. And so, yeah, I love that about the credit union. Yeah. And I think that something, an important distinction to make is this idea of a bank and, and a credit union, the fundamental difference is that the bank's profit goes to the shareholders. So it's going to the investors and the credit union, 
the shareholders are the members. The shareholders are the employees. So either you're going to get like dividend bonuses or you get low rates or which I think is a good thing, or the employees get like better healthcare or better benefits or higher pay to keep them in that job and have like a sustainable income. But also you're a, but also you're a member. So you also mm-hmm. get a vote on where that money is going, right? Essentially. exactly. And so you actually have a say on how your money is spent. Yeah. But I think one of the biggest criticisms of credit unions is, man, some of them are just like a pain in the ass to to use or like their technology is from like 1955. Are they like handwriting out their deposit slips still? Like this is one of the big challenges. And I think that it misrepresents credit unions generally because there's a lot of really amazing credit unions. One of my first real jobs, not as a nanny, was at a credit union. That was my first job, processing mortgage loans. And And they're just as concerned about like the bottom line as a bank is, but they've got a different, the profit motive is different, right? How is your credit union? How are they on the tech? You know what? Actually, my credit union is pretty good. And I think I've seen a shift now because I think things are a little bit easier or they've gotten that push because of a lot of online banks that they had to step up. So my tech is actually pretty good. And I love my credit union because guess what? I live right across the street too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's where it doesn't get better than that. I think that everybody's got an ATM card and credit cards and we're not in like 1995 taking a trip to... I don't know, New York, and we don't know where to get money, right? The thing is that too, like a lot of pushback from credit unions was like ATM access because they're not national, but actually credit unions have a bigger network of ATMs because y'all can go to Costco and use their ATM. I can go to Walgreens or CVS and use their ATMs. And I can also go to 7-Elevens. Now there's one of those on every corner. Sadly, yes. So it's like the unsung hero. It, it, it really is. And I, I think as long as you can open up an account online, chances are they're going to have the services you need. Right? Yeah. And another thing about credit unions is people think that you might have to be like, typically they're established because of some kind of affiliation. There's Navy Federal Credit Union, or Mm -hmm. there's like these different kinds of credit unions. And it used to be that their regulations were just like, yeah, you have to be in this affiliated group. But I think like even that, those things have loosened up. So pretty much if you have money to deposit, you can become a member at any credit union. But it does align with certain values. Yeah, it does. So sometimes there's a lot of them are like on good faith. Did you work here? Did you go to school here? Are you part of this community or church, uh, whatever the case is? But there's also a lot of community credit unions are like, are you a member of this community? And so I think unless you live in a really small town, where you're going to get poor service, that's when it maybe makes more sense to find an online alternative. But otherwise, if you live in any major metropolitan area, like you can spend so much time going down the rabbit hole of trying to look at these credit unions and which ones are good and bad. But if you look at reviews, all the banks have (laughs) bad reviews. I would say don't overthink it too much because 
it's going to be insured. It's, it has a different type of insurance than banking insurance. There's a specific insurance for credit unions, but I've never heard horror stories about credit unions setting you up with accounts or overcharging you or pushing product on you for that matter that you don't need. For whatever hassle you, you have to hoop, you have to jump through to set up the account, like on the flip side, you're also not badgered. And I think like a lot of people, just like any other bank, a lot of people say I either use credit unions or don't use credit unions. And the thing is this, just like all the other banks, there are so many different types of credit unions. They all have different technology. They Mm -hmm. all have different access. And so you can't like, if you don't find a credit union that suits your needs, try another one because they all have different features. And so don't be anti-credit union just for the simple fact that you went to one and they were handwriting out their (laughs) receipts. Okay. (laughs) That's pretty (laughs) unique. Try another one because there's probably one that's going to meet your needs. And I love the community focus. I've been a part of some really awesome credit unions and we've talked about people's credit unions, how they give back to the community and the communities Mm -hmm. that I specifically was born and raised in. And so that was really important to me to become a member of that bank, even though they didn't have all the bells and whistles. You pay the cost a little bit to have your money go to places that matter to you. Exactly. Yeah. I The, the way I like to describe this is you're a citizen before a consumer. Like you're a citizen consumer, not just a consumer. And so this is a way of doing that, just like voting, hopefully, which everyone is doing right now. It's that's a way to to fulfill that citizen obligation to an amazing country that we're part of and making it better is to really make it better in the communities that we live in. And that's one way to do it because you're definitely going to do that by utilizing one of the big banks. Yes, yes. So (laughs) if you want to make an impact, especially locally in your community, credit unions are fail-safe way to do that. But also there's a lot of different credit unions and they all have and support different causes and they all have and support different community needs. And so make sure you reference that against what you really want. Um, And I'm gung-ho. I'm like, I'm a credit union advocate, so I might be a little biased, but I'm just like, yes, credit unions all the way. I I don't and haven't had an account with a major bank in outside of credit cards years and years because I just I've had really bad experiences and I've had such positive, uplifting experiences with credit unions. So I am a credit union fangirl. Good. I can't wait for next week to talk about the the like the ultimate way to save your money in like the most impactful way because it's basically just a subset of credit unions. So you're going to love this and hopefully everybody listening will too. So I, I'm super excited and I can't wait for you guys to join us next week to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to my mommy's podcast. Bye-bye. Bye.